Welcome back to the next episode of Humans of SDU. Um, today we're gonna talk to Meta about her life in music and her career in being a radio host. So today's host is gonna be me, Sofia. It's my first time and my co-host is Mishka, who's gonna ha- guide me through it. So welcome, Meta. Um, thank you. Thank you for joining us uh, this nice Sunday afternoon. Um, I think it must be a little weird for you since you are from the Stall Radio. You have a podcast yourself, but have you ever been a guest on a podcast before? This is like the first time ever that I am a guest in the radio. I have never been on this side of the table. I'm always the host. So it's a really nice experience to uh, to try it this way. <laughs> Oh, that's a very positive attitude. I was I was just about to ask if you have any performance anxiety or... <laughs> oh, no. Like, I love when someone is just taking charge. Like, yeah, we know. Like, just answer whatever we have. And I was like, great. <laughs> Because I always wonder when I'm, like, sitting in your spaces right now, I'm thinking that, oh, it's the question. Okay, what's the next question? What's the next question? Like, and sometimes you you really learn how to listen and at the same time really think and make your brain work (laughs) extremely much so it's really nice to just like lay sit back and then just yeah be prepared of what you have of questions for me yeah Yeah. so now we have the exclusive opportunity to be the first one to interview you that's that's really great (laughs) (laughs) it's an honor so yeah it's an honor being here So, uh, the thing is, it's a bit ironic, but we started this podcast in February uh, and up until perhaps June or then September, we didn't know that SDU had a, had a student radio. So yes. can you maybe tell us a bit more about what Stall does and how you got into it? Yes. So, yeah, our name is, for the time being, Stoll um, Radio, Student Radio, and it has actually been going on for, I think, since like 1988, I want to say um oh, wow yeah That's it's actually a nice one. tradition yeah and like in the beginning we were sending live radio um live broadcasting um but we changed that about a year ago because it was too expensive and basically we had no listeners because the radio world is so big uh, that it's really hard to get new listeners um, when you're broadcasting so podcasting is the new thing obviously um Yeah, and I got in the radio because I am studying media science uh, on SDU. And um, I've always had uh, a thing for radio and podcasting. I always think it was a very uh, exciting media and a way to tell stories. Um, And I've been listening a lot to radio like my entire life. Um, So I have a pretty strong connection to it. Um, And I... Uh, have a very strong interest in music so it was pretty easy for me to say that okay I want to talk about music in the radio Um, and that was also why I studied media science Um, and I've heard about the student radio and I was like I just have to get in Uh, I really wanted to get in (laughs) and I started making a podcast uh, called Trends for Dummies uh, with my student friend Theodora Um, and it was basically about all kinds of trends, um, how to be vegan, how to be a feminist, and also just like how, uh, 
how trends like in general, what is a trend? Um, memes, what's that? Like that's a trend. <laughs> yeah, it, it was, was a very funny wide, episode. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we had a lot of fun. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then I just figured out that I have to start making this music podcast and I started doing that and um, suddenly a spot opened up for a job as an editor and I just like, of course I have to apply for that job and luckily I got it. So now I've been working there one, almost one and a half years. Yeah. So yeah. And working with uh, three other editors, like how to, yeah to uh, promote the radio and get some podcasters like you to join and make your awesome podcast. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And you mentioned you have some experience in music. What is that? Can you tell us about that? Well, I've always, always enjoyed listening to music. Um, I always enjoyed like uh, the feeling you get when you listen to music, different music um, and just how you experience music in different ways how some music can like take you instantly back to a distant memory or anything and just how people evolve doing music and how they find find out new ways to to make it and um, the feeling of listening to a song where they just like made this a whole different like way to do it and when you just say like what just happened there because i've never heard that before um I'm not uh, <laughs> I'm not like a musician at all. Um, I've never played any instrument besides like a bit of piano with my grandmother, but I only can use one hand on the piano and I maybe today only can do one song, I think. <laughs> so it's definitely not good. <laughs> but like I've always been used to to sing a lot. Um, but that I'm very great, but like it's uh, it's been a thing throughout my school years um, where I went to this school called a free school, uh, a free school it's called. Uh, it's basically a school where you have to pay to go there, um, but it has some different values um, than the basic um, school you mm-hmm. go to in Denmark. Um, and then it's one of the things you have to do there is that you have to sing every day um, at a morning assembly. and. I went to boarding school as well, where that was a big part of it as well, where we had choir and we sang every time uh, before we started the class, um, we had to do a song. And when I went to high school as well, it was a big part of it. So I've been singing a lot, like throughout my whole life, Um, but never professionally or anything (laughs) in that way. I just like, I still enjoy to sing uh, once in a while, but not like... I've never done it in front of people or something like that. No, 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 no. <laughs> also, never in the podcast studio. Oh, when no. you when you're when you're recording and you are talking about some of your favorite some of your favorite songs and then you play them and you're like, aren't you tempted to just sing along? Yeah, sometimes I do. <laughs> but like, I I am very strict about like making sure that the mic is down. <laughs> <laughs> well, that would be a, that would be an interesting like coming out as a singer. You know, yeah. If you, if you just forgot. To <laughs> yeah. Oh. <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> and then miraculously there's someone at a music branding industry, and they're just oh my god, she's so amazing. No, <laughs> that won't happen. <laughs> but that's a good idea. Good idea for a movie. It is. It is movie plot right yeah. there. Yeah. <laughs> Note it down. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, but when you when we talked about bef- 
talked about your your music style and your your interest in that um, before. You said that your friends tell you that you listen to music differently, that you, you do it in an intense way. Mm-hmm. So what does it what does it mean? What do you look for? Like I'm, I guess I'm just really um, well. Some would say that I'm very picky about what I hear, but I'm also um, I like to experience a song in full length. And like when you listen to radio, they edit it down in some way. And um, there's a thing called like an interlude or an outlude um, in different songs. And when you hear an album, there's often like maybe some artists put an interlude and then it like goes through the next song. Mm-hmm. And I really like, um, for example, I was at a, um, a vacation house with a bunch of friends last weekend, Corona friendly. Um, <laughs> of course. Of course. Yeah. Um, and um, the driver uh, said like, oh, can you just play something surprise me? I don't know what I want to listen to right now. And then I played, um, but that it's, that's not anything that I would put in my podcast usually, but it was, uh, in this case, a Lady Gaga number from her new album. Oh, I like that. You like that? <laughs> yeah, I really love that. <laughs> yeah, not, like, I enjoy it. I enjoy it a lot. And then I played the number that's called Alice, and then there's an interlude. I think it's called Chromatica 1 or something. Yeah. yeah. And it uh, goes through, and I was like, shh, people listen. And and they were like, oh, when is the number beginning? I can't hear it. Like, and I was like, yeah, but, but that's because when you hear the real song, this is a great like way to start a number. And yeah, and my my friend who was driving, he was actually surprised about the number. He liked it, and, but yeah, uh, people were like, oh my god, like turn it up. I can't like when is the mu- the the music starting? <laughs> they didn't get it the way that I did. Yeah. It's like an entree, like you can't miss it. You exactly. have to have it to enjoy the main course. So. Exactly. That's a great way of putting <laughs> it, really. Yeah, exactly. And also, I hate when people just um, skip numbers, especially during party parties. I would really like respect the queue. <laughs> the freaking <laughs> queue. <laughs> so That's annoying. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so you're usually the, 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 the DJ of the party playlist uh when it's my party yeah it is (laughs) and like for instance when we were driving like um he just gave his phone to anyone in the car and i was like gimme 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 (laughs) Uh, but it's also because i enjoy like of course i enjoy to listen the music that to the music that i like but i also like this like to try to read read other people's uh music tastes and see like okay what would they want to hear right now you're a true radio host. You, you want to entertain people with music. That's yeah. great. Yeah. Well, yeah, and you know, it's a, it's actually a pretty hard job to like try to know hmm, what, I guess, what would they like. Um, so I think that you always have your own music taste in in the back of your mind when you try to DJ for others. But yeah, usually it works pretty great. I guess I'd say. No I complaints. haven't had any complaints yet. <laughs> Yeah. So how you talk a lot about listening to music when when you're alone? How do you like to listen to music? Do you have a, a preferred method or? Um, I guess I have several really. <laughs> um, like I have a vinyl player. Okay. Wow. Um, and I really enjoy listening to that. Um, just because you can just put an album on and then it's what you listen to. Not 
different playlists uh, that you have to maintain all the time. It's just an, it's just an album. Um, and yeah, I have, a, I would say, a pretty good um, speaker. I guess I could get a better one, but like it's extremely expensive. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. like a Marshall it's pretty mm-hmm. basic i'd say yeah and then uh sometimes also when i'm alone i and just enjoy i have these um air canceling no noise canceling headphones and just when it literally goes into my brain <laughs> yeah. i really enjoy that um and also yeah when i have to focus i just like to yeah keep it in and maybe like just um and when i walk trips and Stuff like that. I like to be 100% connected to the music and not care what's happening around me. Mm. Yeah. Just be careful. This yeah. Is a, this is a recipe for a disaster. Like exactly. A, you didn't hit by a car, for example. I have to say that it's just recently that I actually began to use my biking helmet. Um, yeah. And in the beginning, when I moved to Unse, I, I listened a lot with these headphones. And it, then I looked around and my boyfriend was also like, you know, that's the most stupid thing ever <laughs> to do so yeah i he uh, convinced me to use my biking helmet and i'm <laughs> actually pretty great <laughs> i'm glad about it right now so <laughs> yeah and where do you get vinyls from like that's so interesting to me because my grandfather has them but yeah. you know they are the old ones so i wonder do you have new ones or how do they work yeah it's actually the kind of boring way I'd say because I have a friend who has saved a lot of old vinyls and mm. he's actually making kind of a business selling them because okay. they are Ooh. in original uh, yeah, case or whatever. Um, I have mostly just bought mine in vinyl stores. There's here in Odense, there's Moby Disc and oh, yeah. Record mm-hmm. Pusher, I think mm. it's called. Yeah. Um, and some of them are my, are my mom's oldest. Um, I love my. I have a Fleetwood Mac Rumors record. Oh, wow! Yeah. wow. <laughs> and that's my mom's. And <laughs> I, I just chills. love that that yeah. her name's uh, like is on it, and there's an original price saying I don't know sixty crowns or something. And it's like it's extremely expensive back then, but yeah. it's not like. Okay, so for how much does it go these days? What sorry? Well, discs. Oh, um, I guess um, if it's a brand new one. I guess it can come up to like 230 crowns mm-hmm. for one. Yeah. And then as older they get, they can get cheaper. Um, and it, But it's also, I have a few that is like a limited edition version with maybe another color on the mm-hmm. on the disc or something. Yeah. Um, and then they cost a little bit mm. uh, higher price. But yeah. But do you, do you think it's... It's having a comeback right now. Like, are more people definitely. interested? Yeah. yeah, definitely. I see more and more people buy more vinyls. And like I grew up with CDs a lot and also cassette tapes, actually. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, you did that too. <laughs> 90s, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I loved listening to that at the time. But I think that that's the two uh, media that's really, really old and people do not want to buy it anymore for like no no way at all um and because i think that vinyls that there are a lot of experts that's been coming out and saying oh yeah vinyl is the best vinyl is the best uh because of this and that and and i guess that a lot of people don't really know why it's so great but i don't really know why it's like specifically so much better but 
I just guess I like the feeling of putting a record on and really like seeing the mechanics do its work and mm-hmm. yeah, but I don't do not know anything about the technical stuff about mm-hmm. why it's better. Yeah. But so I guess it's it's the feeling as well of the vinyl that's really great. Yeah. It's certainly unique. Yeah. You can't skip songs or anything. You have to enjoy it. Exactly. The, the way it was intended. Yeah, yeah, the whole, yeah. The whole way. Exactly. That's, that's great, yeah. Yeah, and also, I because most artists, they don't just do an album, like, plot songs and blah, blah, blah. They, like, they mean it. They mean every every step of the way. Like, they there is a, an intention behind mm-hmm. it. So I also think that's a way to respect the artist to, like, listen it from the beginning to yeah. end and not just like well i like this number put it on so yeah i think it's also yeah i think it's pretty important to respect the artist in that way because they put a lot of effort into it it's 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 really nice for me to hear this from you because yes i i, I had some of the albums that i listened to i felt that they only worked for me if i listened to them in the precise order i didn't exactly. like this the tracks individually but then when i played it uh, as it was as it was intended as it was ordered it sort of made sense yeah. and I thought it was weird yeah exactly. I thought it was some sort of OCD yeah <laughs> thing in me but yeah it's nice to hear it uh, confirmed <laughs> yeah it's actually yeah I think it's the way that most artists actually like it that you really yeah go into it and listen to all of it at once instead of just the radio hits yeah so in your podcast what do you what do you talk about when you talk about the the music picks? Um, right now, I, I'm saying right now because I'm having a, a bit of a writer's block, I guess, <laughs> <laughs> because I I kind of want to do something different, but I haven't really found the way how to do it yet. But usually, I um, I choose around five to six uh, numbers that I think is worth mentioning and worth playing. Um, and usually it's, it's, um, it's maybe R&B connected, hip hop connected, or maybe some alternative, um, Mm -hmm. rock-ish things with the exception of some pop, it appears. Um, and then I, uh, I talk about it each number and like, why is this great? Why should you listen to it? Um, if you like this, you should also listen to this album, um, uh, yeah, and just share my uh, excitement about when actually new albums come out and concerts uh, that are happening. Um, sometimes I talk about my own experience at at some concerts or festivals or anything like that. So yeah, they get a more personal connection to it. Um, but I want to do yeah maybe a more personal side of it, I guess, and uh, yeah maybe a little more thorough, I guess. Yeah. But that's basically the idea. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you mentioned festivals, which are not really happening. But no. to just to think back, do you have any festivals that that are worth mentioning that were like great, and you you love to think about them? Well, um, I am. I always love uh, Roskilde Festival. Mm. Um, I've attending. I've been attending Smokefest uh, a lot of years also which is completely different. Like it's more um, like family-like, more um, more group hugs and, and beer <laughs> stuff. Um, <laughs> but I love it as well, very cozy. Um, and Roskilde, of course, it's more, it's the biggest. So it also feels like the biggest um, festival in Denmark. Um, I've also been attending Tinderbox once, um, the last time it 
it was there yeah it's a while <laughs> back now uh and i, I also enjoyed enjoyed that a lot um and i also have been to Northside, which is in aarhus um also a great festival it's actually working together with tinderbox so it's like the same concept mm-hmm. um and i also have been to heartland festival which is in Esco castle um oh, and wow. the middle yeah. of Fyn. yeah that's an extremely beautiful festival and it's a great setting yeah yeah it really is it really is and they also do a lot about the lighting and the the artistry of like putting it in this um specific um place uh and it's a lot more adult than all the other Mm -hmm. festivals i've never seen so many uh uh small kids and pregnant bellies and stuff like that (laughs) in a festival than here um, but I really liked it. Um, it's uh, there's happening a lot of music, but also a lot of talks, and they ha- they have like a food segment um, where they had get chefs out to do workshops with people. And okay, yeah. I really have to go to that. It's it amazing, really, really, and nice. the food is yeah, it's incredible. It's a bit expensive though, but like it's worth it. It can be the vacation for the year. <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah, it's really nice. I remembered when I went, there was a butter tasting. That was just something you could try if you wanted to do that. <laughs> <Interesting>. <laughs> so people just had like small buckets of butter, like mm. <laughs> that was really, yeah, that was interesting to watch. Um, but yeah, very, very heartland-ish, I guess. Yeah, so what's, that's very nice. What's the best concert then that you've ever been oh to. my god that's the toughest question ever <laughs> <laughs> there are so many um i think i have to say like i went to one okay i'm mentioning two um <laughs> the first fine. one is um at roskilde when i saw tame impala if you know them it's like an alternative rock band um basically there's one guy behind the band but he does all the stuff he sings he he plays the music he wow. well not when he's doing the concert he has people yeah. to do it but when he's recording he's doing all the stuff um and it's uh yeah it's just really really fascinating music and like i also have like specific memories about especially one record that he made um so it was just really really intense to see like all these memories on stage and like see the man behind all these kind of memories that yeah. you've been having uh that was really really great also because he is talented like af really (laughs) (laughs) extremely and you know you listen to music but you don't really get the sense of how talented these people are but when you see them live it's just whoa you wake up and like okay they are they are incredible they really know what they're doing yeah um and the second one was when i saw solange at um i I saw her at Roskilde, but I also saw her on um, Heartland Festival. And I went with my sister and we were up front because like I really wanted, I had seen her once before, so mm-hmm. I knew like what I was I was seeing. And then I really wanted to, my sister to do it. And she was like, oh, do we have to get in the front? It's like, yes, <laughs> you won't regret this. I know you won't. Um, and then we went and she had just released her newest album and was just, basically a masterpiece i think and she had everything under control like she had a big white stare on the stage and a big white like moon i think and and everyone was wearing the same outfit and there were dancers who were incredible and the band was also amazing and she was just singing 
extremely beautiful. So yeah, and she was just connecting with the audience. Yeah. This makes me feel extremely nostalgic for yeah. concerts yeah, for and concerts. crowds and oh, events. Yeah. yeah, I didn't think I would miss the feeling of being pushed uh, through like uh, close mm-hmm. to yeah. an, um, an edge, but I, I do yeah. uh, miss it. Do, yeah. yeah, and get them pushed my ribs a bit like, for doing that. I, I kind of miss it. <laughs> so who would you say your favorite artist is? Another hard question, oh I guess. Yeah, so, another hard question. Hard. Um, oh my god okay I can say like for the moment I can say like I, I have a face with um, with Frank Ocean it's not like mm-hmm, anything mm-hmm. I also really really love Tame Impala and also Arctic Monkeys as you were talking about earlier uh, yeah I have like a really strong connection to it and I also like from my childhood I like uh, some Danish bands um, called Mew and Kashmir. I don't know if you've ever heard of it. No, I don't know. So. I don't uh, think we've been here long enough to yeah. <laughs> know this <laughs> sort of culture. Yeah. But it's also like it's it's kind of old. They don't really make music anymore. Mm-hmm. Not 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 anything that's extremely popular, at least. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's like Danish bands I really like. And also, if you heard about a guy called Hans Philip, also a Danish artist. He's really really Frank Ocean like. Yeah, yeah. That's that's just uh, I can keep going, but yeah. <laughs> But I think it sort of works like that, that you don't have a generally favorite artist, but yeah. the one that fits you for for the moment that you're in. Yeah, the, exactly. the life stage that you're in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's very about like what kind of emotion I am, I am, I am in. And like, I don't necessarily listen to a lot of like unch, unch music <laughs> at the moment, but maybe it's because we are in Corona mm-hmm. still. So maybe I've not been like emotionally ready for it wow that's such a 2020 word to say but yeah <laughs> okay i would yeah. like to back up a little because i some 20 minutes ago yeah you mentioned that you attended this this free school yeah and you said that there are dif- that there are different values held hmm. during the education so can you tell us a bit more about it because i don't think have you Zofia, heard about it no because i haven't yeah so um yeah, it's also because it's an extremely Danish thing. And I think if you ask people on the street, like, what are you most proud of about Denmark? I think a lot of people would say, like, uh, Grundtvig, because he, like he's one of the fellows who mm-hmm. made the constitution. And um, he also have a very specific way of um, yeah, making a society. Um, and one of his values were to uh, use music in education. Education should be fun. It should be enlightening. Um, it should uh, come with a lot of values, like you, um, yeah, a lot of Christian values. Of course, you know, it's Denmark and it's <laughs> an old constitution. Um, <laughs> but yes, it's more about like, um, you have to evolve as a person kind of thing. Um, of course, like he also, wanted people to get more clever or and stuff like that um but he most of all wanted people to evolve as people i guess um so i think that's something that was very um in like focus of when i went to free school (laughs) um and especially when i went to boarding school it also is based on the same thing that you have to evolve as a person um, you don't just have to be good at math or English or whatever. You have to be 
become great as a person, you have to change. You have to, well, not change entirely because you are your true self and yeah. all that. <laughs> um, but you have to learn about yourself and how to um, make your good sides even better. And and also to um, to see what sides of you that are, uh, what could get better and see like, um, well, I made a mistake right now and like admit you made a mistake and get over with it um, and about forgiveness. And yeah, I think about that a lot. Yeah, I think that's maybe the, yeah, the most, yeah, values about, yeah. It's really interesting. My, like, my education was a lot simpler than that. We just, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just studied things. But it sounds yeah. really, really interesting and, and the great way. But it's we can see, yeah, we can see kind of how it affects Danish society and how people yeah. are, people are like that. Yeah. Well, I also guess like, um, yeah. So in Denmark, yeah, you you can go to free school. You can also go to private schools. But in in of course the uh, common school, mm-hmm. I would like to say. Um, and most of people go to the common school, of course, because mm-hmm. it's it's free and they are also great. It's not that because of course they are great schools. Um, but they are maybe just focusing on focusing on on, on some other stuff. Um, and I don't think they sing as much either. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, they just have some different values, but also good values. But yeah, it's um, I guess it's more compromised in in free school because you are more focused on mm. the the Grundtvigske, um values. Um, yeah, so I think that's the main difference. But most people go to common school, so it's a very small amount of people who go to this um, free school but yeah it's also a family thing my whole family has been to the same school uh, okay, yeah nice. and my grandmother is um, has been living in the city forever and uh, she has also uh, been to boarding school and high school and all my family members have been to boarding school and some of them also high school so it's um, yeah, I think it's family values. It's become so. I also think that's why um, I know so much about it. Mm-hmm. And my mom works at the school that I went to, and my dad was in the committee. What's it called? Uh, yeah, when they they control everything. Yeah, the, the yeah. board. Yeah. Yes, the board. Yeah, exactly. Um, not anymore though. But yeah, so yeah, it was pretty uh, intense about that. Yeah. What about boarding school? Um, it sounds very Harry Potter like. <laughs> yeah, it's really not. <laughs> well, yeah. So in in Denmark, the boarding schools. I think there was a, a prejudice about like if you go to boarding school, it's because you're a trouble kid. Um, but it's not the way at all. Not in Denmark. Well, I guess some parents might think that. Oh my God, my child needs to go to boarding school. He's <laughs> like, he or she needs like an, yeah, a switch up yeah. or something. But it's really just um, in Denmark. It's it's seen as a great experience and like a privilege to go there, because it's also very expensive. Um, but you can get some support to go. But um, you basically go there for an entire year, and you get classes, you get food, you get accommodation, and besides that, you get like constant attention from the teachers, and they want the best for you at all times. You can like this environment that you get in you can evolve like with an 
incredible speed like like you never evolved before because it's so intense and you also have to be around in my school it was 130 different students mm -hmm. and we come from different parts of the country and with different backgrounds and different interests and all that so it's extremely intense and you're 15 years old you are beginning of puberty and everything so ah, and identity <laughs> who am i stuff kind of that so it's it's really nice to have these adults around you that like can give you the best advice in like that you could ever ask for and yeah just this constant attention it's it's different than your parents because like you view with the person in different ways yeah so it's a very great experience I would recommend it to anyone. <laughs> and it seems that it gave you a really nice start to life, a nice yeah. values. Definitely, yeah. definitely. Um, I learned so much about myself and how to be great at taking um, responsibility and like be the person that um, gets to the front and like show other people how to uh, be better and also like be better yourself and yeah just try to make everyone feel comfortable actually and that's a great quality i guess well you can't do it at all times but <laughs> you try at your best yeah yeah mm. so i think we can slowly start to wrap up but we have one last question for you mm -hmm. uh the same for as for every guest um you may have mentioned some of this before but what is a lot what is your life hack what helps you get through life any uh, inspiring stuff for us <laughs> yeah maybe? they would tell other people as their own listeners <laughs> um i guess um i guess i guess actually like i don't know if it's basically a life hack but i really learned that after i um i went to study here in Ulse, i remembered that um you can't do any everything at all the time sometimes you need to just step back and be home even though that you know that there might be a party or something some people to hang out with but sometimes you just have to um, go into yourself and feel like okay what do i really need right now and then yeah prioritize yourself i think that don't feel pressured to do all these social activities at all times and like have your full schedule and everything it's okay to have days where you don't do anything because that's the best way to enjoy yourself at the moment i think yeah that's yeah nice. that really words of wisdom <laughs> <laughs> i'm glad about that <laughs> great so thank you so much Mary. thank you you're welcome you're very much welcome yeah Thanks for listening, guys. We'll be back next next week. In the meantime, check out our socials and check up on the episodes you might have missed. 